Eugene Peterson has said about Sabbath rest that you've got to quit one day a week and just watch what God is doing when you're not doing anything. So, how important is Sabbath keeping to you? Welcome to Hope Renewed, the podcast of PIR Ministries. Thanks for joining me for Hope Renewed. I'm Tom Jameson, and this is the in-depth podcast about pastoral renewal and restoration. It's where we explore the issues and situations that can put pastors at risk and share hope when ministry leaves us hopeless. Here on Hope Renewed, we are continuing in a message given by PIR's Executive Director, Roy Yankee, on living according to God's Sabbath principle. One of the great concerns PIR has for ministry leaders is a failure to live and minister according to God's pattern, His rhythm. Why don't we value Sabbath more? How is it that Sabbath has lost its place of priority? In this part of his message, Roy delves into the importance of Sabbath rest. Sabbath rest is important because it answers some things that can't be answered in any other way in our lives. The first thing that it might answer for us is our deficiency in wonder and gratitude. As I said earlier, we don't sit around the table much anymore and actually savor our meals. There's not a lot of savoring going on. We have savory products, but not a lot of savoring going along in our lives. On the way home yesterday, I was listening to a, a, a CD, Mars Hill Audio, and uh, the last track on that was, a, was an interview with someone who written a book on the spirituality of wine. This interview was interesting. It was a German lady. Her family owns a winery. She's got her master's degree in theology and a bunch of other things, and she's writing about the, the spirituality of wine. And she talked a lot about savoring, about it being an experience in families of savoring meals and savoring the good gifts that God has given. And so Sabbath, the observance of a day, and that's where we're starting, allows us to wonder again, to savor what God has created, the world around us and the good gifts he's given us, and to express gratitude for those things. I may have mentioned this before, but uh, I grew up elementary in my elementary school years ago, many years ago, we were always taught that when you approach a railroad crossing, what are you supposed to do? Now, this was before the days of the the arms, okay? This was just the crosses and the lights and stuff. What are you supposed to do? Stop, look, and listen, right? That's a really good thing to build into our lives, especially on a day of rest. Stop, look, listen. Really see what's there, what God has provided. Consider the things that God has done, the ways he has blessed us and protected us. And if that doesn't produce gratitude in our lives, then we have to have another conversation. So, our deficiency in wonder and gratitude can be answered in the observance of a Sabbath day, a rest. Another thing is our propensity to live beyond our limits and be more than human beings. And this is one topic that I I speak on a lot when I'm talking to pastors and ministry leaders. 
we are often guilty of trying to live beyond our limits as human beings. We don't know when enough is enough. We have trouble with that. But every seven days, God has called us to remember that he is enough. That I, as I am, am enough. I can stop measuring, comparing, worrying, producing, buying, and trying to win. A day of rest allows us to recapture our humanity, that we are not God. He is. It also answers our default mistrust of God. This is a big one, I think, for us, and for me, I know it is. A Sabbath day of rest is crucial to living out my trust of God. It is the sense and recapturing the sense of God being the center of the universe and that I am not, and that I can learn to live and to do the work he's given to me out of rest and not just out of recuperation. I can trust God that he's really actually in control, that he really is in control. He's really in control. Is he really in control? Sabbath rest causes us to stop and remember that he is God and in control. It also answers our anxieties because we can recapture a clear vision of God. We can be right-sized in our sense of self and our place in the world, and our anxieties can slip away because it all really rests with him. It answers our weariness. It's okay to stop, to rest. I don't have to keep trying to hold it all together. Uh, J.R. Briggs uh, wrote uh, in an article that um, uh, several years ago, he said, uh, we ought to look at our days, and especially the day, the Sabbath day, less in terms of time management and more in terms of energy management, that we can recapture a capacity that we have lost because we have worked. I think maybe that's embedded in that idea. Last fall, um, at Caregivers Forum, which is our national meeting of ministries like what we do for pastors, at Caregivers Forum last year, they actually talked about this topic for us in our ministry to pastors and ministry leaders. And as a result of that, on the drive home from Colorado, which <laughs> I think I mentioned to you before was kind of a madness thing, we, we completely lost any sense of Sabbath in the drive home because Deb had to be at um, States uh, for her the equestrian team, and we made the drive from... Um, Estes Park, Colorado to Midland, Michigan in two days. So we put the pedals to the metal. However, during that time, the conversation in the car was very fruitful and resulted in something very significant for us. Since that time, we went out and bought one of these really nice electric candles like this and put it on a nice wooden stand. And then we went out and found these bookends that looked like hearts. And on our hearth, if you come to our house now, you will see the candle and you will see the heart on the hearth. And every Saturday night, we light that candle and we give thanks to God for a day of rest. It's become, we decided we were visual people. I certainly am. And so that visual reminder helps us to remember to stop and and the heart remembers that we are loved despite our desire to keep pushing and trying to be significant on our own. 
And we've become quite jealous of our Sabbath days. They take, they've taken on a flavor that they haven't in many, many years. So what does a Sabbath day accomplish? Well, it accomplish, accomplishes nothing, and it accomplishes everything. In terms of productivity, it accomplishes nothing. And that's what it's intended to do. But in terms of other things, it accomplishes things that can't be done in any other way. Israel in the Sabbath year, were they were intended to do other kind of work than the normal work that they did. In that year, they had to move from work life to life work. They had to find other kinds of things to do. And one of the things that they were called to do was to find out again who they were as God's people. To understand again God's sovereign care and his providence in their lives. To regain their ability to hear his voice and perspective on their lives. That they were not human doings, they were human beings. Now, I'm continually trying to work this out and and trying to help others in ministry leadership work this out. But it's important to recognize that God has called us, you and I as believers, apart from any role we may have, to do life work on a day of rest. And it is intended to be life-giving rest. And I'm talking about taking one day off completely. And this freaks a lot of people out. You mean I'm, I can't, I'm not going to work? I'm not going to go to the store? Now, I, you know, I don't want to make rules, and nobody's going to make rules. It depends on who you are. But there needs to be that sense of stopping the normal rhythms and patterns that we have and engaging in a different pattern, a pattern of rest. Sometimes being sold out to Jesus, brothers and sisters, and I say this to pastors all the time, means doing nothing. Now let that sink in for a moment. Sometimes being sold out to Jesus means doing nothing. Now that's counterintuitive, right? Goes against every sermon, every Bible study, every radio broadcast you've ever heard. Our doing gives us the sense that we are the reason that things happen. And the most human thing that you and I can do, I think, sometimes is to stop. To rest. And it's certainly the best thing for our soul. And as Doug preached last week in Isaiah 2 and 4, he talked about the hope we have in Christ, the kingdom coming, and the hope that we live in and, and try to express. I dare say that observing a Sabbath rest expresses the hope we have in Christ like nothing else can. It says God is sufficient and enough. Have you thought of Sabbath-keeping as making a statement about your faith in God's sufficiency? Too often, Sabbath is relegated to the I'll-get-to-it-when-I-can list on our desk. The problem is, like most things on that list, we rarely get there. Our desire to be in control, to appear competent, to make our name great wars against Sabbath-keeping. When we lose the sense of Sabbath we lose the sense of who we are. Mark Driscoll says it well, In Sabbath we are remembering that my relationship with God did not begin with what I've done, it's not sustained by what I do, and it's not guaranteed to the end by my effort or work. I'm saved from beginning to end by Jesus' work. This is the gift of Sabbath. 
Sabbath grounds us in who we are in Christ. Sabbath gives us rest from the exhausting effort of trying to achieve for ourselves what can only be accomplished by God and has been fully in Jesus Christ. Our worth, our acceptance, our salvation secured in Christ. And this is rest which sustains our souls in sure and certain hope. You can learn more about PIR Ministries at our webpage, pirministries.org. Please know we stand ready to serve you and pastors you know facing the uncertainty and pain of forced vocational transition. Thanks for listening to Hope Renewed. And remember, the hope of Christ does not put us to shame. Thank you.